Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. Today marks one year since we started the podcast. And for the one year anniversary, I was fortunate enough to get professional eater Randy Santel to join us today. Randy has been doing food challenges all across the world for 11 years now. He's about to reach his goal of a thousand challenge wins this year, and we had the great opportunity to strip down his past, present, and future of world domination. I want to give a huge thanks to Randy for being very accommodating to our request to do the podcast. He's a very busy guy and is always working, so I'm very thankful he was able to sit and talk with us. After all, I am his number one fan. <laughs> this will also likely be the only episode ever where I have COVID. Yes, you heard that right. I am on day seven of symptoms and in lockdown. What better time to do a podcast? In fact, before starting this episode today, I was honestly feeling lightheaded and almost passed out. But luckily, once we started, I was so entertained by all of Randy's stories that my body naturally adjusted. If you're already a fan of Randy or are interested in what he's talking about, go check him out on social media or on his Food Challenges website. He will be posting his upcoming tour dates very shortly. If you enjoy what you hear, shoot us a follow on Instagram at Kellen's Petty Talk Show, and you'll be able to be up to date on all newly announced guests. Enjoy the show. Glad to have you. Uh, you're actually the very uh, first guest of the new anniversary. Today is the one year anniversary of the show. Yep. Oh, congratulations. That's yeah. exciting. Thank you. So uh, it's also you're going to be the only guest that I've ever going to do with uh, COVID. I currently have COVID, which sucks. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm on day seven of that. Um, well, that's why we're not in upstate New York. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's all good, though. <laughs> so how has the last year treated you? It's been pretty good. Uh, we really just had to take a couple months off for the whole COVID thing. But mm -hmm. thankfully, I mean, it's kind of weird. Just all the rules everywhere all around the country are just different from state to state. So yeah. we just go to restaurants and do food challenges. So we've been fortunate. Just We just had to go to states that were open and do the food challenges available there. So it does suck. We can't go to some places like haven't been able to go to California or New York or any mm -hmm. of the the big places where we'd have a lot of people there to watch, a lot of restaurants. But we were just able to spend two months in Florida uh, to start off this year, February yeah. and March. I did like 54 food challenges, so everything's been good. We did a whole Southeast USA tour. It just kind of, we're just kind of trying to adapt. That's all you really can do. Nice. Mm -hmm. You did a lot down in like Sarasota, right? Yes, yeah, Sarasota. Pretty much every major city in Florida. Yeah, uh, we cool. did a food challenge. We did. We were there forever. It was supposed to just be a February tour, and there were just so many restaurants wanting us to come, so many cities of people wanting us to get there that mm -hmm. we decided to turn it into a March tour as well, which was fine because there's not a whole lot of states still open. Yeah, uh, A lot of them that we went to last year closed, and the ones we couldn't get to last year are still closed, so it was fine. We're going to be getting to Iowa and Nebraska here in the next couple of weeks, so that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Nice. Have you gotten to check out any cool new movies while you've been on your break? Who, you know what? Uh, let's see. Katina and I just did some flying. So I did get to watch a new Liam Neeson movie. That yeah. was really good. He's like the same actor in every movie. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like he's and, the and, guy. and every movie is awesome. Yeah, dude, absolutely. it's like he, it's like it's like it's never not. It's like almost. Yeah, you're right. It's like he's always always the same character. You know, no yes. matter. Yeah, he's no matter. always just shooting everyone and living. <laughs> yeah, take <laughs> it. See if it was called. That was a good one. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. So, and then I watched uh, Hidden Figures. I'd already watched that, but that was oh, always a good one. That's nice. a good one. Yeah. So, uh, how did the idea 
of professional eating first come to mind? Like, how did this all start? Pretty much one of the themes with competitive eaters and professional eaters, uh, I don't really go by competitive eater because I don't really do too many eating contests. Mm -hmm. I just focus on food challenges and that's kind of my bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, so it wouldn't really be right to say competitive eater, but pretty much everybody in the sport got started either mostly the same way, mostly through a dare by a friend or just happened to be really hungry and decided to see how much he or she could eat. I know Katina, my girlfriend, she's a professional eater. Katina eats kilos. She's been doing it for two years now. We both have similar kind of paths of getting started, which is one of the things we bonded over. She did a bodybuilding competition and was was just small after all that dieting. So she did mm -hmm. a food challenge that uh, would just be a lot of calories to help start that growth. And for me, in 2010, I won a national body transformation contest. It was sponsored by a Men's Health magazine. And then did you guys ever watch, it still plays on Netflix and some other stuff, but uh, Spartacus, it was on yeah. the Stars Network. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw I saw that picture. I was actually going to ask you about that later in the interview. I saw a picture of you and a uh, Lucy Lawless, and I watched the, Lucy Lawless. Oh yeah, yeah that was dude, awesome. Yeah, like so I watched cool. this. I watched a season of it. It's got a great cast, you know, Manu Bennett and all of those guys. Yep. Like, yeah. So, so uh, well, I was going to ask you that later on, but if tell us uh, how that all fell into place too. Yeah, pretty much. I was a high school and college football player, and I was just mm -hmm. uh, I was an offensive lineman, so I was just big. Uh, I mean, if you're not bigger as an offensive lineman, it's pretty easy to get pushed around. So I played at Missouri State University, where I have both of my degrees. I just got another one in 2019 in dietetics, uh, since after I'm done professional eating, I'm becoming a registered dietitian. But I always knew that I didn't really need to be big. Uh, once I was done with football, I knew it was okay to get back to lean and smaller again. And a lot of people that are bigger... They don't really, they always have that kind of thing in the back of their mind, wondering what they look like if they were ripped. And I kind of had that. And in 2010, I found out about that contest just by, I was already into health and fitness, working on losing weight, but I found out about, it was a 12 week body transformation uh, contest and it was just national. You just had to submit your before and after photos. I figured I was at a pretty good place. I was at around 255 pounds. And I knew that I was just at the right spot where I had a lot to lose, where I still had enough time to get ripped and have a six pack. Uh, I wasn't so big that I wouldn't been able to, to actually get really lean, or I wasn't too small to the point where I couldn't have a big enough transformation. So I decided to go all out and really compete hard. And I ended up winning. And then to answer the previous question, my friend, Dan Graham, he's the original Zeus out of Atlas and Zeus Promotions. He helped me with the diet and weight loss and everything. And then a couple of weeks before that whole transformation contest was over, he invited me to do a 28-inch pizza challenge in St. Louis, Missouri, where we're both from. Uh, we played football together at Missouri State, but he was a linebacker, so he was never really big to begin with. He kind of did the weight loss with me, but he wasn't at any kind of point where he could have a real transformation. But yeah, he had lost the challenge before with another partner. And he knew that I could eat. So it was kind of a way to celebrate. About a week after we took our final photos, we ended up doing that pizza eating contest. And we ended up winning in like 48 minutes. And we won the pizza for free and a check for $500. And then I still, I had like seven pounds of pizza. And I was still kind of hungry afterwards. I had ice <laughs> oh, cream to celebrate and then Jesus. ate a little bit of dinner with my family, uh, my mom and dad, after I got home and uh, figured I might try another one. And a month later, 
I did an 18 inch square pizza that over 120 people had failed. I was the first to win that in like 53 minutes. I got a check for $450 and then everything just kind of went from there. I've been doing it 11 years now and now I'm at 947, no, 974 food challenge wins in 37 countries in all 50 states. Damn. Almost gonna hit that lucky thousand, just about. <laughs> yes, yeah. Everybody's asking what I'm gonna be doing, and I still have to plan that out. I haven't done it yet. That was one of the tasks for this weekend, but I don't think it's gonna happen. It's gonna be in about a month and a half. We'll have to see. And I start back up going for win 975 on April 27th. So like 30 days from then, I'll be going for win number a thousand. And I was looking on your your website. It said you're going to Kansas City, Missouri, possibly. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. I used to live there uh, 2008 to 2013. Yeah. So one of the reasons I haven't been there in a while is because I've done pretty much all the food challenges that I knew of. And food challenges aren't exactly popular these days. It's well past the whole man versus food phenomenon. So oh, wow. not really any have popped up. So there's been no need to get there, but we're going to try to create some and uh, do a few there. So one of your goals was to have food challenge wins in all 50 states, and you've reached that goal. Which was the last state that you needed to check off? It was Alaska, and I've been there twice now. Hawaii and Alaska are my two favorite states. I would never want to live in either, but uh, (laughs) vacationing and going on trips to both are awesome. I've been to Alaska twice now. Uh, The second time is actually where I met Katina, uh, the current girlfriend, uh, well, not oh, current, right. hopefully to stay, <laughs> but um, definitely hoping to get back to Hawaii. Hawaii was awesome too. It's two totally different uh, yep. kind of places, two totally different ways of thinking too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alaska is more like Texas, like, ah, we do what we want here. And then Hawaii is just always on island time, really laid back. Just mm-hmm. two awesome places to get. People travel from all over to come see you dominate your challenges in person. What's that like? And does it make it easier to power through the meals? That is awesome. That's, that's it. I wouldn't say it's easier to power through the meal uh, mm. just because I'm self-motivated wanting to win anyway. Yeah. Uh, it does make it easier to do everything else, though, uh, to want to go do the challenge. To uh, A lot of my friends that do food challenges, they understand, of course, how I do them because they can do them too. Yeah. But what they don't really understand is how the hour before and sometimes two hours after uh, after eating a seven pound challenge, feeling miserable, I'll still be able to do like an hour and a half, two hours of meeting and greeting with everybody that comes. I mean, sometimes we have like a hundred people that come. Yeah. We've got to sign autographs for everybody. There's a big old line, uh, selling store stuff. We have merchandise available at all the events, uh, taking pictures. It's all pretty crazy. And it's a lot harder to do with seven pounds of food in your stomach, but it's Can't easier imagine. when you know that like five or six of the groups came three or more hours just to see you and watch yeah. a guy eat. That's pretty awesome. Oh, very cool. It's wild. I love that one that you did in Australia at the burger block where those kids were looking through the window. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's actually my favorite uh, food challenge ever. Oh, uh, is it? Not wow. really, not best tasting, but yeah, yeah, there were more people watching from outside than inside. It was yeah, awesome. It was crazy. No, I love that video. <laughs> so, uh, how, so I know you said you and Katrina met in Alaska, but was it through competitive eating? Katina, yes. Yeah. She actually, I had known about her beforehand. Uh, One of the things we joke about is uh, she had a video go viral uh, of her doing a 72 ounce steak, that famous big Texan one in Amarillo, Texas. Oh, yeah. She had a video go viral of her doing that. And it shot up like 2 million views in like two weeks. It was crazy. 
And I had just been invited to do a team pizza challenge up in Alaska mm-hmm. for my second time up there. And I didn't want to go all the way there just for a, a weekend or something like that. I wanted to spend quite a while there and I didn't want to go by myself either. So I was thinking of all the different possibilities of people and with competitive eaters, uh, most of them have jobs outside of competitive eating food challenges, eating contests is all just a hobby. So there's not really anybody with a real job that can just say, Hey, to their boss, I need 10 days off. So I yeah. needed to find somebody that didn't really have a real job that could just actually go up there with me and enjoy the whole time up there. And I had never collaborated with her and asked her and thankfully she said yes. So uh, everything worked out. That wasn't the intention of the trip. It just, it just all, <laughs> it just, it just all, it just all fell around. happened naturally. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, you grew up kind of like a big kid. Did you used to get picked on at all? Uh, I would say so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't, uh, I don't really remember anything specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there isn't like any moment that stands out in my mind of like yeah. that changed me, yeah. I guess from childhood or anything like that. But yeah, I was 205 pounds as a fifth grader well, oh, and wow. uh, that's, that's pretty big. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, but also too, it helped that I was the tallest. So oh, in cool. basketball, I was always the guy to pass to. Uh, I was really good at soccer cause I could kick. Yeah. Uh, I was just bigger than everybody. So, and it, even now as yeah. a professional leader, I mean, I'm well over 300 pounds right now, yeah. but it's a lot different on me cause I'm six foot five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I was only six foot or five eleven, doing as many food challenges mm-hmm. as I do, it would show a lot worse. So mm-hmm. it looks it looked three hundred and forty pounds, whatever I am now, looks better on six five than it does five eleven. <laughs> hey, but hey, regardless, you've been able to use your height to to your advantage. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been good. So it'll help me with uh, public speaking too. I'm excited <laughs> there you go. for there that you in go. the future. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've I've always enjoyed being tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you die sooner when you're tall, but it's all good. <laughs> what was it like working <laughs> at uh, Subway for your first job? <laughs> uh, I was a sandwich artist. I always say senior sandwich artist, but no, uh, that was a very, people always ask if I, if I knew that I could eat before I actually started doing food challenges. And yeah, I always knew uh, when I was, I was playing football. That was mm-hmm. my first job. I was wanting to get bigger as an offensive lineman, I was only like 235 pounds yeah. my junior year. And I wanted to get bigger for the senior football season uh, and possibly play in college or something like that. And I knew it wasn't going to happen at 235 pounds. So I just started to eat, 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 work out, work out, work out. And once I could actually, once I was old enough, yeah, that was my first job. Uh, every five hour shift, I would eat like three double meat footballs. <laughs> so it was crazy. And, and when I wasn't hungry, I would eat two double meat footlongs and like a salad loaded with meats and other stuff. So, Damn. um, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you're only working for like five fifteen. So I mean, which yeah. it, I, mean, I guess minimum wage is like seven fifty now, but yeah. uh, I mean, that kind of sucked, but it was a good learning opportunity. And then I just loved the benefits of being able to eat. I mean, it's the same reason I got fired like three or four yeah. months later. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it was, a, it was a good learning experience. Speaking of that, is it true you almost got fired from Subway for eating cookie dough? Hey, <laughs> you 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 listen and watch some uh, videos. Oh, I've been a fan I of your videos that. for like ten years. <laughs> oh no, I know that. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. yeah, I got caught uh, eating a, a cookie in the freezer one time, and it was not a good look from the boss. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I actually, but 
I always tell people I like cookie dough more than I do cookies. Oh, oh really? I mean, it's a it's a fine line between cookie dough and really warm, not fully cooked cookies. Yeah, so, exactly. what do you, so what do you think of cookie dough, cookie dough ice cream? He likes it. I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. it. I used okay, to do good, that thing good. where you save all the cookie dough until last and you just eat the ice cream. <laughs> it's even kind of gross because I would like I would like spit some of the cookie dough out <laughs> just to have one big cookie later. Oh, um, but you know, cookie dough. My actual my favorite childhood was mint chocolate chip. I agree. Oh, really? Okay. No, I but then when you do like concretes and blizzards and stuff, it usually involves either cookie dough or Reese's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I almost time. always have to have something chocolate. Yeah. I think I actually got uh, poisoning from Subway once, though. No joke. You did? Yeah. Like when I used to work at Lexus, I, I, I don't was, doubt it. I was sick for like three weeks. And then literally after three weeks, I was at my job at Lexus and just went to my boss's office, was like, yeah, I got to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, is, is somebody hurt? Is something going on? I'm like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and he no, like, was I don't like doubt laughing. it. I mean, he didn't believe I've me. had like four different food jobs. <laughs> it surprises me more people don't get sick. Yeah. I mean, no. Well, I got written up one time at Burger King because I was eating chicken tenders while serving <laughs> other people food. Wait, while you were... <laughs> I mean, I was using gloves and stuff. But, yeah, um, like right in front of but, them. Like... And I'm sure there's people worse than me. Yeah. Um, so you already kind of answered that. I had the Subway and Burger King question about, you know, eating for the football seasons. Oh. I liked Burger King because I, I actually got free food. I had to make the food free mm-hmm. uh, at Subway. I was only supposed to get one foot long for 90% off. And then the rest was supposed to be 50% off. So uh, that wasn't actually what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I love I loved Burger King and I worked harder at Burger King than I did at Subway just because, yeah, they let me cook whenever I wanted. I would pull up a whole tray. So uh, there wasn't zero grams of saturated <laughs> fat on the tray that's but uh i'm still alive and kicking what are your thoughts on jared from subway <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean i wasn't there to check his computer so i'm not <laughs> right, but, uh, he definitely lost mind. all of his uh endorsements through that that's for sure i heard he he gained all the weight back in prison from based on rumors <laughs> Oh, you know what? Yeah. I actually, I, I don't doubt it. Uh, yeah. I mean, hell, that would be a stressful <laughs> life to live. I mean, I hear those what he got in, charged with. I, I hear, I hear those people have the roughest time in prison. So. Uh, yeah. I, I don't it's... imagine that he's having a good experience. No, definitely not. <laughs> but and I also hear that for some reason, prison food makes people gain a lot of weight too. Oh, I can't so, even imagine. Yeah, I'm sure it's not uh, prime rib and lean meats and vegetables. It's probably on the on the cheaper <laughs> high calorie side. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. Do you think there will be any uh, long term health defects from all the challenges you've done? Um, I'm not going to say there's not going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there is, I mean, I, I signed up for it knowing that there was a risk. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any issues at all yet. Yeah, and, you get checked uh, up course, regularly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All my, all my levels have always been fine. Anytime I've been checked out. Um, I do listen to my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if, I know if I, if I don't need to be doing it, I don't do it, but um, I'm really into cycling. So that helps a lot. 
Uh, right now, I'm on a break, kind of giving my body a rest, having a lot of fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. leaner meats and stuff like that before I go on another tour. Uh, biking like eight to 10 hours a week. So that's nice. And then mm-hmm. once I start my dietetic internship, which starts in August, it's pretty much going to be a lot more health and fitness focused from there. I just because I won't really be able to do that many eating challenges. So yeah. I'll have like nine months where I'm just in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, pretty much riding 10 to 12 hours a week, eating right, only doing food challenges, maybe three weekends a month. Mm-hmm. So um, things are going to get fine. Mm-hmm. So I'll, it'll all it'll all work out in the end. Yeah, You've had challenges. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask, uh, what portion of food was the best part of the ultimate Texas style barbecue feast? Which one was that? What city? That was a uh, it was a uh, not not Oregon. Spokane? Oregon. Yeah, I think so. I think Spokane. so. Yeah, Spokane. I did yeah. that. With, was I with Katina? Yeah, yes. you were. You were with. Yes. Her. OK, yeah. I've, I've called a couple of challenges recently. Texas barbecue. So I just wanted to make sure. Uh, but yes, no, that was delicious. Uh I've been with Katina for like eight months now, uh, almost nine, I guess on the 18th, it's nine months. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the time that I've been kind of living with her in Spokane, staying with her, it's been COVID time where you can't go into restaurants. So yeah. I haven't really been able to experience that many Spokane restaurants, but that is one of them. Her actual, uh, some of her family and friends work there. The, the food's very good. Their barbecue beef, and I said it in the video, was delicious. Whenever I go back to her family's house, uh, her sister, stepsister, whatever you want to call it, uh, brings me like a pound or two uh, if she's coming by after work because it's it's amazing. You've had challenges. Longhorn barbecue. Longhorn. Longhorn barbecue. You've had challenges where the restaurant has literally added more weight to the food than was originally promised. How much does that piss you off? Uh, it's. I wouldn't, it's more disappointing. It's like what parents say. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Oh, I see. Okay. It, uh, it, it, it just sucks. It's, there's no reason for it. It's just, you know, that the, you know, the guy's an idiot. Yeah. Um, you know, that with that attitude his restaurants, probably not going to be open. You know, his staff's going to be looking for more jobs because the guy's an idiot. Mm-hmm. So, um, they just don't get it. They don't get the, I'm not in this to see how much food I can eat. It's more about promoting the restaurant. So when I Mm -hmm. take all the time, make all the efforts to promote a restaurant and they do that, it's just, it's, it sucks. Yeah. So, uh, but you just got to kind of move forward. And I know what video you're probably talking about, which (laughs) I'm really glad I got the cops called on me because that video (laughs) has made us a lot of money. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> no, a lot of people enjoy like tweeting me and messaging me yeah. about how they're closed right now. And uh, oh, I don't right, feel yeah. bad because it's not my fault. They have like thousands of terrible reviews on oh, the customer like service. 2.5 average. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Their forbid. customer service is horrible. It's one of those places where yeah. they just have such great food that people want to try it knowing that they'll get treated like garbage. Wow. And it, it's definitely a management issue, but there's no issue now because, yeah, they're closed. I was actually. But no, there's like 15 other restaurants that could be on that thing. Those are just challenges that I want to go back and beat. And obviously, I'm not welcome back at any of those restaurants that I <laughs> threw under the bus in that video. I went Can't to- burn the bridge if you're wanting to still get over it. Yeah, I, I went to Lulu's myself like five years ago. I was in San Antonio. My sister had like an Air Force uh 
like graduation ceremony thing. Um, okay. But I had those, what are they called? The uh, cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. And that was, that was really good. But that's yes. like their claim no, to fame. so many great things about it. Some people say it's overrated, but yeah. Mitch and I had 100% certainty that we were getting a cinnamon roll, but yeah. they stole that from us, just that's like I said in the video. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's see where we are. Have you ever choked during a challenge? I do get that question a lot. Uh, there's three questions I get a lot. Have I ever choked? Okay. Have I ever bitten a finger? And a finger? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I have I ever bitten my tongue? Yeah, I was going to so ask. I've bitten, too. I've bitten my tongue a couple of times. I've bitten my fingers two or three times. Okay. Uh, but thankfully for both of those, never hard enough to draw blood. Uh, I stopped myself before anything happened. Like I've never bitten a finger off for nothing like that. Yeah. I have cut my finger once. There was a knife in a burger and I pulled the knife out a little too close uh, to my hands and oh, had wow. a little bit of a Ow. scratch, but nothing, nothing where I needed a bandaid or anything like that. Yeah. But no, thankfully uh, I have never choked. I've never had any choking scare. Uh, I mean, I guess I have had a couple of scares, but never to the point where it was time to mm-hmm. freak out and, and, and figure out what to do. Uh, the worst things to do that with is like steaks. Uh, I've got oh, a couple yeah. friends that have choked on uh, steaks or schnitzels, uh, hard stuff like that. Okay. Um, the issue is, is that the, the steak usually has like, I don't know, call it tendons, whatever you want to call it, yeah. that keeps all the meat together. Mm. And so sometimes if you're not careful, you might be swallowing a piece while it's still attached to pieces in your mouth. Ugh. And so that can be a little bit scary. You just have to uh, have water with you and just put a bunch in your mouth and slug it all down and yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. I, I choked oh. on a peanut M&M once. <laughs> really? <laughs> that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's choking is not fun. No, and then I choked on an ice cube <laughs> before a Green Day concert. And that was kind of funny because it melts. Well, I imagine there's probably a good story of what led up to the Green Day concert. Too. yeah yeah it melts though so you're you're it sucks for like 30 seconds but then you're good well you that's need... actually one of the unfortunate things about um, just competitive eating uh the yeah. last couple of years there's been a couple people choke oh no and what sucks is that it's all stuff that if they had just kept calm and not freaked out uh it's always amateurs that always mess it up for everybody yeah um and that's not really the the right way to put that since people died yeah. but um if they just would have kept calm and collected and drank a bunch of water. I mean, it's, we're talking pancakes, we're talking donuts, stuff like wow. that, where if they would have just thrown a bunch of water in their mouth, it would have been okay. Really? Okay. So yeah. what about, uh, have you ever puked during a challenge? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kellen knows the answer to that. <laughs> and the answer is not no. So um, there's only been like two or three times in my career where I've gotten sick without a trash can there. Those are very embarrassing. Uh, when I was in England back in like 2011 or no, 2012, yeah. I had no trash can there. Uh, it was in England. There's always terrible customer service. If you get customer service uh, in England, um, you're lucky. So, uh, because you, they don't really work on tips or anything like that. Oh, and plus this was in 2011 when, or 2012 when there wasn't like people coming to the events and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, like there was nobody there to get me a trash can or nothing. So I just 
got sick on the plate right in front of me. Uh, obviously, I didn't. Obviously, that 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 video didn't post, but um, <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Nothing. You still have the footage. You, you still got the footage. I think I do. Yes. <laughs> Would it, will it ever see the light of day or nah? Will no? Will it go to my inbox? No, 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 probably not. <laughs> and I, I might have deleted the footage. I don't know. That was that was yeah. a long time ago. I, I rematched the challenge when I went back in 2015. So mm. that video is available, just not the not the first one. Okay. <laughs> I heard they're kind of dicks in France. Is that true? Uh, I don't want to speak for all French, but uh, that, you could you could come across a few. Okay. <laughs> so now uh, my first time to France was in 2012 uh, with an ex girlfriend, and it was both of our first times over in uh, France, the, it, out of the United States, really. Mm -hmm. Other than I had been to New Zealand as part of that transformation contest yeah. uh, prize, but yeah. It, the funny thing was, was we were in a French restaurant and really, if you're over in France, uh, Italy too, don't ever even go out to eat to a restaurant if you don't have like an hour, hour and a half to spend there. Because yeah, they, they don't, they're not, uh, they don't go on, they don't go fast. Let's say that. But then yeah, um, it's in French, French especially, uh, if you don't know French or even try, it's, yeah. it's frowned upon over there. So, I mean, sometimes I was just having to point when I was at like bakeries and stuff, all yeah. the stuff that I wanted, I would just point to it and then put a bunch of coins in my hand and let them take the money. Cause I didn't really know what the euros were back then. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, at restaurants and in other places, you could run into a few rude ones. Have you ever just woken up totally sick or not in the mood to do a challenge? And you're just like, <sighs> Uh, I would say when that happens, it's because I did a two-a-day. So see. I've done some rough two-a-days where uh, the first one was bigger than I thought, and then mm -hmm. I did not want to do the second. Mm -hmm. But uh, you just got to throw a Dwayne Johnson motivational speech on or something like that <laughs> and, and just cowboy up and go do it. So you don't so. usually just cancel. You'll just like stay an extra day maybe? Um, well, I can't now. Yeah. Uh, because pretty much all of our events are scheduled scheduled. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's been people planning sometimes for weeks when we are able to schedule them weeks in advance. There's people that have had that. I mean, we got people all over that ask off work to make sure they're available. And mm -hmm. so uh, with what I do now, I can't really just say, Hey, sorry, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I got to cancel. We'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Number one, those people might not be available. And then number two, I've already got something scheduled for the next day. Yeah. I do a challenge like six, seven days a week. So there's not really, I mean, you got to do it. If, if not, then probably never. You don't want to let them down. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Actually one of my favorite stories is um, I went from 2015 to 2000. Uh, what is that? I guess 2019 with no car at all uh, because oh, wow. uh, I didn't have any money. All my money was going to my big summer tours. Our summer tours when I was in school were like fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars for both Magic Mitch and I, uh, because Mitch was with me to not only do food challenges, but mm -hmm. to film all the challenges for me. And yeah. so those were expensive and we weren't exactly making that much money from the channels. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't really start making good money until Facebook monetized in 2018. Mm -hmm. But until 2019, yeah, I didn't have a car. And then my dad was able to help me get a vehicle uh, from one of his friends. It was his friend's uh, father had passed away. So they were selling their truck or their, their big old SUV. 
And so I knew I didn't need it. Uh, I didn't need a vehicle that big, but it was a really good price and I had the money. So I got it. Well, I got it in October, 2019. Mm-hmm. And then, or no, this is 18. I think 18, it's 2018. Okay. Yeah. I was just running through my mind. Um, <laughs> it died. <laughs> it died two months later. Oh, I, no. I wrecked it on the way home for Christmas uh, from Springfield back to St. Louis. But I had a food challenge scheduled that night that people all over were talking about coming to and stuff like that. Thankfully, I had left early. I yeah. totaled the vehicle on all four sides, oh, wow. but it was a, uh, it was an SUV and it, it was a tank. I don't, I don't remember even what it was. I yeah. only had it for two months, so I don't remember, but it was a tank and it was still drivable even mm-hmm. with like windows broken and other stuff. And uh, the cops that saw the accident uh, said that I might get pulled over again later and just tell them what happened and you'll be okay. But I drove it back <laughs> and I made it to the event. I was like a half hour late, but, Holy I got shit. there because I didn't want to let everybody down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't want to just say, oh, sorry, I had an accident. I'm going to have <laughs> to take the night off. I mean, the car was ruined and I was going to have to get another <laughs> one and get rid of it. So, I mean, why not just go for it? And like, no, I was I'm able to make domination. <laughs> yes. You know, then when I got home, my mom and dad were like, what the hell are you doing driving that? <laughs> uh, and thankfully it didn't rain because like four of the windows were popped out. Uh, I didn't need the air condition that day. That's for sure. Jeez. But I made the event and won the challenge. That is what matters. Oh, yeah. That would have sucked if you lost it. So uh, when you go on breaks to lose weight for upcoming tours, what's your go-to workout methods to shed the fat? Spinning. Spinning? Uh, Yeah. I've got a bike named Stacy, and then Katina and I have a a bike. It's the same bike at her house. Yeah. Uh, So that when we moved to Milwaukee together – we're, we're going to have both bikes and we'll be able to both work out together. It's going to be cute. But um, <laughs> yeah, the main, main, since I travel, I don't really have like a, a gym membership. I've yeah. got a membership to Planet Fitness, but bigger, stronger people aren't really able to do too much there. I mean, I think the dumbbells oh, go up to like 75 pounds and there's no, there's no bench or nothing like that. And I don't really do Smith machines. So yeah. um, I don't it's really great. lift as much as I wish. When we move to Milwaukee, I'm going to get back into lifting. Uh, still, oh. prim- still cycling and spinning will be my primary exercise. I like to listen. I love to read, but I'm a very slow reader. Mm-hmm. So I instead listen to audiobooks. Okay. And so I get all of my audiobook listening done while I'm spinning. So it's kind of a two-way street. Um, it's not. I don't always want to spin or, or work out or cycle or whatever. But it's just kind of motivating if I'm listening to like a good audio book or something like that on entrepreneurship or mm-hmm. on sales or um, negotiating uh, any any kind of self improvement stuff. Uh, it it makes writing a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you drink a lot of black coffee before a food challenge so that the fat won't stick to your body as much? I would not say that that is the reason. Uh, no. I don't know. Is that a proven thing? I've, I've, I've heard, heard. I've read into some of that, but you can tell me. No. No. I mean, I I mostly use the the coffee as a diuretic. Uh, okay. So, like, it'll be I'll wake up in the morning and have it because I don't really eat on challenge day. Uh, mm-hmm. If 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 I'm with Katina, Katina stays at nicer hotels than I ever did. I mean, when I'm on tour now with my band, I sleep in the car and and I'll I'll go work at a Starbucks or something. Uh, during the morning and 
pre-lunch or whatever, yeah. and then go get a spin workout in before the actual food challenge. But when I stay with Katina, she likes Hilton. So a lot of those, you get a free breakfast or something like that. So mm-hmm. if the challenge is at six, which most are, so people can get off work now uh, when we do events, we'll get like a, a, now with COVID going on, we'll get like a to-go breakfast, something small. So mm-hmm. I'll eat that. But uh, other than that, uh, unless we get like the breakfast or whatever, yeah, it's just black coffee uh, just to kind of help myself wake up while I'm working yeah. and drinking a lot of water and, and nothing else. Okay. And your stockpile of one challenge t-shirts has got to be extraordinary at this point. Have you kept them all? Sweet t-shirts. Is your sweet that. t-shirts. <laughs> yes, you know that. Come I on. know that, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's a quiz question for you. Okay. What comes before boom? One, two, three. Hey, there we go. You know, there are so many people that say three, two, one, boom, and I just have to correct them. So, no, I appreciate you getting that right. But, yes, I've got five 45 gallon blue tubs, uh, pretty much packed with shirts, hats, and other miscellaneous things, uh, hoodies that I've won over the past 11 years with all the food challenges. So, they all stay at mom and dad's. You never wear those shirts, right? You just. I don't. No, no, I mean, hell, a lot of them don't fit me right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, some a lot do, but no, I just, I, I just keep them all in the, in the tubs for future, for future use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe you could like uh, frame some of them, put them in a frame and then like have them put up on the wall. A yeah. lot of people, a lot of people mentioned uh, having a big blanket. Made. I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen with it all. I definitely won't be able to frame them all because that would be very expensive. Oh yeah. A lot. <laughs> but at least like the ones that are very, that were very key. Like very- yes. Yes. Yeah. Like my proudest wins or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That yeah. Like, cool. like the ones you enjoyed the most or were the most proud of. Yeah. 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 Whereas like when it. you die, just bury them in the plot next to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very dark thing. Yeah. yeah. I just thought of that. It's pretty sick. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> I, some people tell me I should donate them, and that always just really irks me. Uh, no. I'm, I mean, I've spent like it's pretty much like it tell all those shirts tell the story yeah, of my like eleven years. Yeah. And I mean, sitting on a on a shelf for fifty cents at a Goodwill, they to anybody else they mean the same as mm-hmm. the who who lost the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they mean as much as a 2021 Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl shirt. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, um, so yeah. You've been able to, to be successful uh, to actually, I read that wrong. You've been able to successfully fuel your journey through earnings on YouTube. Um, has that stayed consistent? Who it, it, we're doing well now, but there was a very rough start. So I wouldn't be here without uh, the help and support for my family. And then, of course, Magic Mitch Dombrowski, who started with me in 2013. He's been living since like 2013 in his grandparents' house. Uh, He's never really moved out. But Mm -hmm. uh, he worked for like two years with me before our channel was even really monetized to a point where we were even getting like we we have all the checks for like three years Mm -hmm. while we were getting going. And for the first months, I mean, there weren't even checks with four numbers in them uh, from Google or whatever. So it took a while uh, to really get started. Katina is already making decent money. uh, I mean, really good money in within two months. It took me or no, not two months uh, in in two years of doing all this. So that's one of the things I'm proudest of with her 
uh, with us, I mean, it took probably eight years uh, to be able to really get going. Um, let's see. I was working construction. My first degree from Missouri State University in Springfield, Missouri, was construction management. I did that from 2008 to 2013. October 26, 2013 was my last day of construction. And then I switched over full time to doing everything I wanted to do with YouTube and professional leading. And then let's see. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to sustain. I have my own apartment just with money from YouTube and stuff like that because I knew I was going to have to pay for all the travel and everything else. So I ended up, uh, my mother and father thankfully let me move home from pretty much 2014, 2015. And then the the, the joke is that I told them I was just going to be moving home for like three months while I got everything started. Yeah. Well, it turned into almost three years. So oh, wow. uh, I moved out when I started school again in uh, the fall of 2016. So it was like 2.75 years or something like that. Without that, I definitely wouldn't have been able to make it. So I would have had to stay in construction and stuff like that. So uh, they're a big part of, of why I'm here, uh, which is much appreciated as far as they go. Mm-hmm. And then really, I mean... In, when I was living in Springfield for the first couple of years, I had no vehicle. I was riding a bike everywhere. My apartment there that I still have still to this day, it's never raised in rent, $405 a month. Uh, I mean, you can't really beat that. But the funny thing is, wow. is uh, my mom, as a 30 as a thirty year old, uh, I wasn't able to get the apartment on my own. <laughs> I yeah. had to have mom <laughs> co-sign it for 405 bucks a month. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, that's that's funny looking back now. Um, but no thankfully everything worked out that's awesome do you think uh bodybuilding and excessive eating goes well together for just anybody um it all depends on the personality of the people Mm -hmm. um i mean i think if people have addictive personalities uh or people are very dedicated like if if they if they decide on a goal or or i'm trying to think of the way to say it but it, it depends it's not definitely not for everybody um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of the people, some of the people that are into food challenges and stuff like that, they are, they, they have a history of bodybuilding and it, it all depends on what your goals are. Uh, so there's not really that many people that actually stick with it. I mean, they might dabble and do a couple of food challenges just for fun, but um, they'll either do it for content, trying to get likes or something on a YouTube video yeah. or whatnot. There's not many that actually stick with it just because uh, this lifestyle is not easy. There's a, there's a lot of uh, the, the people that are doing food challenges every day or multiple times a week, posting like three videos a week, never really gaining weight. Uh, it's not because of their exercise. So it's they're tr- they're working towards using a feeding tube when they're older. Uh, wow. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a it's not an easy lifestyle. You've said that Greece had some of the most unorganized food challenges. Yes. Yeah. Greece is, Greece is something special. Yeah. Greece is one of my favorite, is one of my favorite countries to visit. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just a different way of life though. Mm-hmm. So uh, after talking to everybody, one of the jokes, uh, cause we have a friend named Damos that he helped set up all of the food challenges there. And we spent like three days with him and, uh, I mean, we heard so many people just complaining about the economy over there and stuff like that. But 
uh, Mitch and I were just laughing every time we ever heard any talk about it because just from talking to them, there was never any talk about work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, so we were like, how do you expect your economy to be good? You guys don't work. Yeah. You guys have, they, they go on like two hour coffee breaks. Uh, oh, they, wow. They'll go to coffee for like two hours and just talk <laughs> about nonsense, just laughing and laughing. That's and then they're, they're worried about the economy. I mean, the economy is based on, on work and money and other stuff, not two hour coffees. That's hilarious. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it's just a different way of life over there. I personally was Europe not. Europe in general is different. Yeah. I, I personally was not a fan of the food in Ireland when I went. Um, are there any other countries that don't suit your cul- culinary wants or needs? I always get frustrated when I when I post like a food challenge from an Irish themed place in the United States. Oh. And then I have all these people saying, oh, that's not Irish food. So, I mean, you don't really I mean, everybody I mean, a breakfast is all the same everywhere. It's yeah. just if you're eating it in Scottish in Scotland, you're eating a Scottish breakfast. 100%. If you're eating it in Ireland, it's an Irish breakfast. If you're eating it in Wales, it's a Welsh and England is an English breakfast. But yeah. it's all the same damn stuff. Uh, I mean, Ireland has soda bread, uh, I guess, which makes that unique. But it's all eggs or eggs, beans or beans. Well, they got blood pudding. Yeah, black pudding is good. Uh, But also, too, you can get that everywhere. I mean, Scotland has haggis. um, So really, it just comes down to what do Scottish people actually call, or not Scottish, what do Irish people call? I mean, I can eat, uh, because they're in Australia, too, uh, like meat pies. Uh, yeah. like Guinness meat pies and stuff. I had those over in Ireland. Um, I mean, I can eat fish and chips. I love mushy peas, but, um, but no, I enjoy it. It's just, I always hate when uh, people from the UK or Ireland talk yeah. about the obesity. And uh, I mean, Ireland's one thing, but the UK has nothing to say. They'll talk about the <laughs> obesity or Americans and, and blah, 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 Western culture. And I always just I was just laughing at them because there are yeah. quite a few. Uh, uh, there's a high BMI in England too. Oh, of course there is. And a lot of it's because of the food. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the best British foods are fried or or baked goods or something mm-hmm. like that. What's the grossest food challenge you've ever done? Oh, uh, let's see. I would have to say no, no. That's easy. Okay, I was going to say <laughs> one thing, um, but it's in Greece. And I don't mind throwing them under the bus because I, I do think that they tried to make it terrible uh, because yeah. I have faith in them that they're smart people. I mean, they, they're, we're business owners and you can't be dumb as a business owner. Mm-hmm. They, it's that teen food challenge in Greece that it was supposed to be this delicious teen Euro challenge to show off Greek food uh, mm-hmm. for Mitch and I to do with Damos and a Greek partner. And like two days before, they decided to make a, a burger with this massive, terrible tasting bun. Uh, I mean, the the beef, the burger meat was fine, but it was like yeah. frozen beef patties. And uh, I say in the video, there's like five liters of 11 different sauces or something like that yeah. being rude. And it's because they added like every sauce they had. Uh, coleslaw. It was terrible. Oh, I felt bad for just Greek society in general because that terrible food challenge is what people were thinking about when they saw my first Greek video. So, oh, wow. but other than that, um, 
I did a challenge in Madrid, Spain. Mm -hmm. uh, no regrets. I would do it over again because it was filmed for the number one news show uh, in Spain, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, definitely all over Madrid. And it was a seven pound beef patty, uh, mm -hmm. 3.2 kilos. So I could break the record and like six and a half of the seven pounds were totally raw. Oh. So it was like almost like black and burnt looking on, on the outside, kind of like a hot pocket or, a, a it's like really hot on the outside, yeah. but like not cooked at all on the inside. Oh, and uh, thankfully they took it back and basically stir fried it as ground beef so I could not eat all of it raw, but yeah. just so that I could finish within the hour. I ate probably about two pounds of it as raw. And I was sick for like a week with food poisoning, but I still had all these food challenges planned. So I was like up throwing up at night and doing the food challenges during the day. So it was a struggle. Oof. Jesus. Hey everyone, don't go anywhere. We're just going to hear a quick word from our sponsor of today's episode. Hi, I'm Jared, the subway guy. And this is my story. Young guy eats too much junk food and gains a lot of weight. Guy changes his life by eating at Subway twice a day and walking a lot. Guy loses over 200 pounds and keeps weight off for 17 years. Guy now has two kids and even more reason to pass on better eating habits to young people everywhere. This is my story. Ready to write yours? Subway, eat fresh. So by being thinner, you're able to do better on challenges. So if you're fatter, you won't do as well. What, what more is there with the science behind that? Yes. Yeah. When competitive eating, they pretty much call it the belt of fat theory. Yeah. It's that. And that's why, I mean, Joey Chestnut, the year that he lost to Matt Stoney is probably when he was at his biggest. Uh, and my stomach capacity is way bigger at the start of tours when I'm thinner than it is at the very end after I've been doing a whole bunch of food challenges and I've got a whole lot of uh, fat around my midsection. Mm -hmm. uh, like right now, my stomach capacity is not nearly as good as it's going to be when mm -hmm. I'm almost a dietitian weighing like 250 pounds. Yeah. So um, I'm actually going to be doing uh, what I'm going to call an ego tour after my internship's over. I'm going to go around to all the food challenges that I've lost and just dominate them because yeah. I'll be in and uh, I'll train a little bit different and I'll have a high stomach capacity so I can beat them all. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, pretty much the more fat you have around your midsection, that fat restricts your organs from being able to move and shift around so that more food can fit into your stomach. So that's why the people that do the best at Nathan's, a lot of them are, are leaner without a whole bunch of fat around the midsection. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of you guys eat on your knees too, because it makes it go down easier. Uh, well, actually I'm pretty much the only one that does that. Oh really? So okay. I, I've been doing it for years. So yeah. most people either sit or if they can get to a, like a standing high table, they'll stand. But yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much the only person that kneels. I just enjoy it. Uh, but also, too, I, I probably put the most care into our videos. Mm -hmm. And so if I was standing, I would be too far away from the food. The camera would have to be far away. And people wouldn't be able to like get a good viewer experience and see the food and really kind of get into it all. And so I kneel so that my body is upright, my core is upright, but I'm still in a seated position for the camera view. Mm -hmm. So uh, out of all the challenges you've done, uh, which do you think was the most challenging? Uh, I don't really say one in particular. Uh, there's a couple that I've done that are over eight and a half 
between eight and a half and nine and a half pounds. Uh, if I've done a 10 pound challenge, I don't know. Uh, it probably didn't get weighed, but uh, I know I've done uh, at least a, a nine pound challenge or two. Those are all pretty much in the same ballpark of difficulty. I mean, yeah. we're talking one arm on the table, uh, holding myself up while I'm leaned over. Just, I mean, any wrong bite, I'm getting sick. Uh, so, I mean, that's when the diet soda is really helpful. Uh, just taking small bites, just going really slow, trying to fit it. And so that's one of the reasons I start out fast, because if I need the time at the end, uh, I'll allow myself to just kind of coast to the finish, let my stomach uh, gently relax and do its thing. But um, let's see. I usually tell people the hardest I've ever struggled was a food challenge in Newcastle, England. Not England, I'm sorry. Newcastle, Australia. Uh, New South Wales. It was two. It was pretty much three pay-to-play food challenges in one. I was trying to do all three challenges that a restaurant had at a casino uh, all in one sitting. Uh, two burritos and a giant chocolate mousse uh, dessert nachos thing. It took me like 48 minutes. It was well over nine pounds. And, oh, I got sick. I mean, there was no, uh, there was no, there was no rules as far as like you got to hold it in for like five minutes or anything yeah. like that. I mean, I knew with like five minutes left that my body was not going to keep that down because it was packed. Uh, I basically, I, I finished. I uh, turned off the camera, did my whole outro and everything, and then my body just says, buddy, you better file into trash. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so so uh, that was probably the, the hardest I fought. And then there's a four-foot breakfast sandwich challenge in Burton-upon-Trent in England. That's one of my hardest, too. Um, I'm not big on soaked bread, and uh, I did breakfast sandwiches with tomatoes, they call them tomatoes over there. Yeah. And then uh, baked beans. And so like the juices from those soak into the bread. So I had to eat four feet of basically baguette soaked with tomato juice oh. and uh, baked bean juice. And that was terrible. I had to have like eight Diet Cokes, eight cans of Diet Coke to get it all down. So yeah. all of that food, it was a big challenge already. Yeah. Paired with all of that extra liquid, it was rough. Jesus. Um, have you ever seen those before and after pictures of that one actor, uh, Ethan Suplee? Uh, yes. Yeah. Louis yeah. La or Lassa. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, from, uh, remember the Titan. Great movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you plan to have another like body transformation kind of like that? Like once you're done with all this, my goal I've been telling people is that my final photo, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have a, a charity calendar <laughs> and all 12 months are going to be the same photo. It's going to be me. <laughs> With like a, not a Speedo or something, I don't know, probably like some, <laughs> some red Hanes or something. And I'm going to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a king bed, California king bed, yeah. with uh, all tanned up, baby oiled up like I was <laughs> for my Spartacus photos, with a hundred <laughs> Leonidas bears all around me. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. That's, That's amazing. Cool. That's great. So it's we'll like see. It sucks that the, the Guinness Book of World Records won't award you for your obvious record wins. You've mentioned that your work would fall under gluttonous behavior. Uh, that's what I've heard, and I've never really looked into it. Uh, okay. I've, never also, I've also never really looked into it because uh, there's no real record to have. Uh, I mean, I could, I, could, I could ask for the record now, 
yeah nine nine hundred and seventy four and I would get it if if it was a thing. Yeah. But then what happens after I do nine seventy five? Yeah. So true. I'm not just gonna keep on asking for new plaques. <laughs> so <laughs> when I when but, I'm finally done, yeah, I will probably, probably submit. But I mean, like, how often do you get the cops called on you for these things? Just once. <laughs> oh, shit. Just once. I, I, if that ever happens again, I'll be shocked. But uh, <laughs> I know. You never just, say I, never. I, I, it's just, I think you deserve the title, at least, you know, to like, be put in the oh, yeah. book of Yeah, records. I mean, there's nobody close. I yeah. mean, one of my goals is, uh, I mean, one of the things to win before you begin is dominate. Uh, so, I mean, when I retire, I'm going to retire knowing that my record's never going to be broke. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's no, nobody that's currently doing it really has a shot at, uh, at doing it, uh, of getting to that many. Uh, and plus, too, it's way harder to, to do a lot of food challenges now because when I first started, it was back in the heyday of man versus food. Yeah. There were tons more food challenges available than there are now. So, I mean, I'm, I'm revamping my Randy C. Intel website now. But, like, I'd say out of my 974 wins, 400 or 500 of the restaurants are either closed or they don't do the restaurant challenge anymore. Mm-hmm. Will we see you in California at all this year? You think at some point yeah. uh, this year, I do want to, uh, okay. we're doing, we've got to get to Texas and then uh, because I'm moving to Milwaukee in yeah. July. Nice. And so I'm going to be, I'm going to be out for the count restricted from travel uh, pretty much the end of July until, uh, really may or june 2022 Mm -hmm. so the goal is is to do iowa nebraska uh maybe sioux falls south dakota and then uh, a little bit of missouri and kansas and then oklahoma texas and then work my way southwest Um, what is there new mexico arizona we've got colorado las vegas yeah Uh, katina turns 30 on july 10th so we want to be in vegas uh, for her 30th. She's never been to Vegas as a 21 oh, nice. year old. And then Jeez. after that, we would, after that, we would go to uh, like California if it's open. I mean, from what yeah. I understand, y'all aren't exactly open for events. They said that they want to attempt to reopen around June. I mean, for stuff. June like, 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Around there. But like, uh, that's but pretty as, much what the UK is planning. Yeah. But as for Vegas, uh, it's, majority of it's pretty much open but like i'm gonna tell you now i'm gonna be i'm gonna tell you got well uh katina now she's in for a treat it's amazing i fucking oh, yeah love, i fucking love vegas it's amazing yeah i went to uh one of my favorite experiences ever i was with a whole bunch of my buddies yeah and this was back when i mean to enjoy vegas you gotta have some money it's pretty hard yes, to enjoy vegas absolutely so. And so I got lucky that my, my friends that I was with didn't really have any expectations of me. They were just happy I was there with them. Yeah. And uh, we went to a pool party at one of like the, the big time pool parties and David Ghetto was the DJ. Oh, wow. It was stupid. It was one of the more fun days of my life. Oh, that sounds sweet. Wow. <laughs> so you eat considerably light during the off weeks from challenges. Does that ever get hard? Uh, no, I mean, I've been doing this for so long. And like I said earlier, it's a very difficult lifestyle. Uh, That's why most people don't stay with it. Uh, but I knew going into it, what it all it was going to be. And so by now, I mean, I know what's enough food, what's not enough food, what's too much based on my goals and my activity level for the day. And so the first week's usually the hardest after a food challenge tour, 
like how I did like two months of just eating big and then uh, came home for Easter. And for like that week, yeah, your stomach's always rumbling, yeah. wanting to get filled and stuff, but you just got to kind of have the self-control and the discipline to say no. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to eat a lot, you just got to make sure it's like vegetables, not loaded with ranch and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just high volume, low calorie stuff. Come to think of it, are there any foods that you're just totally sick of eating at this point? <laughs> uh, you know what? When I first started, I thought there was going to come a day where I didn't want any more French fries. But uh, I mean, I can still eat fries. Back in 2014, my friend Ramsey, uh, Dr. Ramsey, the Mantis Hilton, uh, yeah. he doesn't really do any food challenges anymore. I want him to because I want him to do my win number 1000 with me uh, on my team. But we did what we called Hell Week. We did 19 pizza challenges together in one week, seven days. We did five team pizza challenges, one per day. And then on the weekend, we did two, two days in a row. So four in two days, 93 pounds of pizza. Uh, After that, everybody was saying, oh, you're not going to eat pizza again. I ate pizza again like two days later. (laughs) So uh, no, there's not really anything. The only thing I don't want to eat is anything with Carolina Reaper peppers. Uh, yes, Trinidad yeah. Maruga scorpion peppers, anything hotter than ghost peppers. Um, I have no desire to eat. I did a spicy blue wing. cheese sucks, but I will eat that if I have to. Yeah, I don't like that either. Um, I did yeah. like a wing challenge once. That's why I like you. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a wing challenge once in Buffalo at uh, I think Duff's. If you've been to Duff's, okay. Um, and they have this thing called just like I think death death sauce wings or something, and you only have to eat like five of them. But dude, I had like one bite. And just, it felt like a knife going through my tongue. Oh, yeah. No, it, it doesn't sound good. Katina got some, uh, Katina did a podcast uh, a couple months ago, and the people yeah. sent her some real spicy sauce uh, that she's <laughs> supposed to try. And it's still sitting with the with the lid and cap on. Neither her nor I want to try it. No, um, I'm not We did spicy. the Packy One Chip Challenge. That was the easiest thing ever. Um, that was almost as easy as the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, Blazing Challenge. I guess they have a hotter sauce now, but uh, that Blazing sauce, pretty much any spicy challenge at a bigger chain with multiple restaurants, I'll do because I know that uh, they're not stupid. Um, yeah. you, there's, there's legal reasons and liabilities with having a really spicy challenge. That makes sense. So none of those with a lot to lose are going to have too spicy of wings. So I'll do challenges with those kind of places, but uh, not like the mom and pop ones in the middle of nowhere where they're just too stupid to know any better. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so you've gotten blood tests and other medical checkups to make sure you're in uh, tip top shape. Uh, were you at all surprised by any of the numbers that you got back? Uh, no. And I mean, uh, and I do get some crap for this and, and I understand because I would, I would get, I would give myself crap too, if I was on the other end, uh-huh. uh, watching, I mean, I don't get my blood levels tested. I didn't, I didn't finish up the two months of Florida and then get my blood levels tested. I mean, okay. what, 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 do, what does anybody think they're going to look like? They're not going to look good. <laughs> and so, I mean, when I get my blood levels tested, it's after, having like two, three months off to diet, exercise, and yeah. get everything back in shape. And then so, you check. Um, yeah. I mean, after that amount of time, body's feeling good. No. Um, I mean, there's not really any surprises because I know that I did everything right mm-hmm. to make sure my body was in the position to, to test well. Mm-hmm. So it also pisses me off that a lot of the restaurants don't thank you for the colossal load of customers that you bring in when you do a challenge. 
um, are, are at least some of them thankful you're, you're for the preaching, business. baby. Just keep on going. Are some of them the, the amount of times we get thanked are, are easy to count because there's not that many. That's what um, and I mean, the restaurants all, of course, thank us for coming in. Yeah. But we very rarely ever get an email or message from anybody saying, hey, we just watched the video. It was great. Really appreciate everything that went into it. Thanks a lot. We hardly ever have that happen, but it's all good. Uh, I guess I kind of kind of grew into all this because I was an offensive lineman. Uh, I mean, offensive linemen never get any praise either. Mm -hmm. uh, if a team wins, it's quarterback's fault, running back's fault. It has nothing to do with the linemen that did all the blocking for him. So uh, it kind of works the same way. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot um, – and it all works out. I mean, there's a little, I mean, that's kind of the ego in me talking, wishing that people were more thankful, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I know Mitch are Mitch, uh, Mitch and Arthur do all the editing. Uh, I mean, we all know they do a great job. We don't really need to be told. I always tell them they're doing a great job, but um, no, when restaurants do say thank you, especially what really irritated me was during the, uh, the dinner is served. I hated the dinner served series. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I mean, we had to do it because we couldn't travel and do any food challenges, but I enjoyed doing it to help the restaurants. Uh, yeah. But those videos all were more expensive to film, took more hours to film, took more hours to edit because of everything that went into it. Mm -hmm. And I would say we didn't even really get thank yous at all from like maybe 60% of the restaurants. That's crazy. I think we only got out of the 30 restaurants. I think we only had like four uh, actually like message me and say, thank you. Yeah. That sucks. So, but, uh, but it's all good. I mean, the ones that uh, the ones that aren't thankful, they don't have good customer service. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, just apathy. I mean, I, I have never talked positive or if somebody asks me where to go in a city, there's not a single chance I'll tell them anything, even if the food was good. Yeah. Uh, if the customer service was good, I just won't tell them about the place. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if I'm dead to them, they're dead to me. <laughs> no, so I agree just, with that completely. We keep everything positive. Yeah. There's, there's no need to bash anything. Exactly, uh, we yeah. just focus focus on the positive one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even, even if the food's not as good somewhere else, but the customer service, the atmosphere is better, I direct people there. Exactly. Of all the restaurants you've been to throughout your career, do you have any top favorites? Uh, let's see. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of shirts. There's a couple of sweet t-shirts where I asked the restaurant for a second shirt so I could actually wear it and, uh, and wrap them. I mean, I don't really, I can't wear any of those shirts because they were years ago and I don't exactly fit in the same shirts I wore years <laughs> ago. Uh, I will as a dietitian, but not right now. But, um, but yeah, no, there's definitely some restaurants that stick out as, I, I mean, I have, I have the owner's number in my phone. Uh, we'll text each other every now and then just to see how we're doing. Gotcha. So uh, what country, in your opinion, and based on your experience, has the best food in the world? Greece. Greece. Yep. Yeah, Greece. But also, too, I had a blast in Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine, it's really uh, Slavic food. Uh, Czechoslovakia. No, oh, shoot. I'm sorry, anybody. Czechoslovakia. No, not Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Czech Republic. Czech, Czech Republic's <laughs> got great food. Uh, Slovakia has got great food. Uh, Ukraine, that whole area of Europe uh, is delicious. I mean, Turkey's got amazing food. I've never been to Turkey, but uh, I've had a lot of Turkish. 
Mediterranean food, Lebanese food, all of that stuff's pretty much equal is amazing. Do you have any favorite Buffalo pizza food? Buffalo just, pizza? I, I didn't mean to say it like that. that. That sounded stupid. Pizza from Buffalo. Do you have a favorite place? Uh, let's see. Uh, and this is one of those places where I the customer service sucked. So really? I don't really... Uh, yeah, oh no. I, I would never eat there again, but it was very good pizza. Uh, pizza... Pizza works. Chicken, no way. Pizza wait, wait, chicken, works. Pizza works is like in uh, Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, no. He's talking about the other one. I know which one you're talking about. You did the challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, their their customer service sucked. Oh, okay. uh, but the pizza was delicious. I did a team challenge there with uh, my friend Joel Hansen. I would never go back there again. But um, yeah, it was the one time I've had pizza there. Oh, uh, there yeah. was a, a technically a pizza. Uh, it was like a pizza used as the buns for a cheesesteak that I had on Grand Island. Um, I love that place, and oh, I would go back, place? but not, but not for the challenge. Yeah, it was yeah. too uh, garlicky, parmigiani, and salty for me. Like, uh, I wouldn't eat that again. But it, I enjoyed the restaurant. Was that place called Say Cheese or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Comic book place. Yeah. If I went back there, it would not be for the challenge. It would be for something else. Yeah, I'm not big on their food there either. Uh, but there is a lot of good pizza here. So when you come back, I'll let you know what's what's yeah. a good spot. Definitely, oh, yeah. definitely try uh, Pesci's Pizza. I, they, were, they were one of my favorites out of Buffalo. I love the pizza, but I would rather make the drive to Rochester for a garbage plate. Those are good. Uh, garbage. The garbage Which, pizza I, in Rochester are great. I, I love macaroni salad. Anything with macaroni salad has my heart. Which uh, which garbage plate place? Nick Tahoe's? I've actually never had that. Oh, okay. um, the one that I did... I actually haven't had that many. It's just all the yeah. ones I've had were delicious. Yeah. There was one called Dogtown, too. That's really good. But I've just I had Do- two. I think Dogtown was the one that I went to back in, like, 2014. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one right across from uh, Main Street Armory, that venue. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that's where it was. Yeah. I'm so, in. so do you got any awkward fan interaction stories? <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, we do have some unique people at our events, <laughs> but, um, but nothing. Uh, no, the only thing that uh, the hardest thing for me is when there is a subscriber or fan that wants me to be dedicated to him for like a long time. Oh, and I, well. I, can't, I can't really say him or her because it's usually always him. Yeah. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll, always, they'll just keep on asking me questions while I have a line of like 30 people waiting to have the same kind of couple minutes experience. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to somehow kind of not chew them, but uh, yeah, kind of try to ask them to, to stay after, uh, see what they're doing after or whatever, so that I can spend more time with them and answer their questions while there's not a whole bunch of people waiting. Yeah. No, that's okay. So, but no, um, I would say, Oh yeah. You know what? Okay. One of, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Here we go. It's my mind. Uh, when I was in Alabama. Okay. And I mean, I, he's not going to ever listen to this, so it's not going to be a thing. But um, I posted on my Snapchat right before a ride. Uh, it was right by the water. It was a beautiful view. Uh, I posted on Snapchat while I was riding on my spin bike that I was riding. Well, mm. some guy watched searched all over his computer, all the different kind of like parking areas around the river, found the one that I was at 
What? And came and, and saw me before I finished up the ride so that I could like sign some stuff for him. And uh, I thought that was a bit weird. So, I mean, I appreciated him. I appreciated the enthusiasm. But, I mean, he came to the challenge that I was doing that evening. But I didn't really need – I I, I watch myself more before I post what I'm doing now uh, because of that. No, yeah, that's freaky as hell. Um, When will you release a book? Uh, The book uh, can't come out until I'm a dietitian. That's nice. So I've been working on the book actually since 2012. Wow. And so some people ask if I'm going to have like a book about my experiences as a professional leader and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always just say maybe, but it probably won't be written by me. It'll have a ghostwriter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the book written by me, that'll come out once I'm a dietitian. Okay. So that'll be in the next couple of years. Right, and sweet. around that time is probably when I'll retire from professional leading uh, because the professional leading and all the YouTube videos and everything is what's making the money to fund the book and everything that I'll be doing. So the goal is to go from a professional leader traveling around for food challenges to a dietitian, not not only a social media dietitian, but also traveling for public speaking. That's very cool. So now we got a speed round. That's how we end each episode. We ask a bunch of bullshit questions and (laughs) you just kind of quickly answer them. If you want to take an hour to talk about each one, you can do that too. I don't know. I got it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, grape jelly or strawberry? Easy. Strawberry. Okay. Uh, actually, <laughs> strawberry jalapeno. Oh, Ooh. wow. Really? Yes. Okay. And if you've never had it, apple butter. I love apple butter. I've heard but Yeah, definitely. If I'm at like a KFC or something, uh, yeah. strawberry over grape for sure. Okay. Favorite fast food joint? Taco Bell. That's easy too. Oh, I can wow. Taco I can, Bell. I, I, I can agree. I rarely eat fast food. That's not like a video or something. Yeah. But when I do, it's Taco Bell. Actually, after every single big four I do, uh, before I start dieting, I go get Taco Bell. Wow. But then if I had to have a second, um, it actually might be Whataburger if I live near one. <laughs> uh, but Jack and Box. Jack okay. and Box. I've only had Whataburger once. I had three burgers and they were all great. Oh, but man. Uh, the, the tacos at Jack in the Box with the Frank's Red Hot Sauce that only Jack in the Box has is amazing. Jack in the Box is on my shit list. They made me sick. (laughs) But I mean, I I I got it in like Arizona, though. I do believe it. I've only had Jack in the Box once, and it was like the the grilled. I think they had like a grilled chicken sandwich or something like that. It wasn't. Yeah, they have a chicken sandwich and then the tacos. They're like two for a dollar. I think maybe they're two for a dollar twenty nine now or something like that. But then the chicken sandwich is always good to do with the buffalo sauce. Yeah, (laughs) I love those uh, Cinnabon delights at Taco Bell. Oh. Those little ball things. He's obsessed I with those. Had those. Those are good as hell. Huh. Very good. Uh, favorite horror movie? You know what? I actually don't like uh, any scary movies <laughs> uh, other than the scary movie series. That's, the comedy. Oh, those are hilarious. Like, um, let's see. I, you know, yeah, I, don't, I haven't really watched a horror film in forever. Okay, so you're not a big fan. I mean, I've watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I wouldn't say I, I want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Favorite comedian. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to say uh, a tie between Bill Burr and Dave Spell. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Dude, I have a yes. funny thing to tell you about him, though. I try. I was on the way here. I, w- I was in Texas and I saw that Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle were performing together like the very next day. 
So I was going to really? stay, I was going to stay in Austin for an extra day and just cancel my hotel at the next city or whatever. And dude, you're not going to believe how much they wanted for tickets. Ready? So you had to buy two tickets. You couldn't just buy one. You had to buy two. Each ticket. 350. Was, yeah. Each ticket was like 350 before taxes. Wow. So it was like over. That's eight. what sucks. Convenience fees are ridiculous. Yeah. But for one person, 800 bucks, that's crazy. Oh, wait, 800 bucks for a ticket? You Well, no, you had to buy two. They made you buy two. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you're just like me and I, I had nobody with me, I'm just driving across country. Like, you know. That's when you say, I think I'm going to just watch it on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was kind of a bummer. Or the Netflix special. Yeah. yeah I worried. imagine Joe Rogan would be funny. Um, I've seen Chris him. Rock's always funny. Uh, I mean, and I would, I'm not going to put them in the same category, but right behind them are uh, Will Ferrell and. Uh, Who's the black guy after that? <laughs> Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin yeah. Hart. Kevin Hart's funny. Why did, I, why did I say Kevin Smith? It's similar names, okay. but yeah. I don't actually know who Clerks. Kevin Smith is. Clerks. Smith. He did Clerks. Clerks. Uh, Jane Silent ooh. Bob. He did all his movies. Okay. Like director. Yeah. So yeah, all time favorite. Huh? First, uh, let me, I'm going to have to look him up. Clerks, yeah, they Small actually, Rats. Tusk. Funny. Their second Clerks movie is based on a fast food oh, restaurant. Yeah, and they, yeah, had yeah. A po- they had a, they had a, Kellen can actually tell you I about like, this. I think Kevin Smith is white. Why do you say that? <laughs> yeah. Kellen yeah. uh, Kel- and I went to a pop-up last year. They had like a pop-up event thing based on the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. The movie's pop-up uh, based off of the second Clerks movie that was directed by Kevin Smith. Yeah, they actually had some okay. not bad food. Yeah, it's what greatest. did they? Yeah, it, was like, it was like breakfast food almost, but it was good. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, good. But, What's your all-time favorite food? I've been getting really into, I'm excited to, to become a dietitian because one of the things with dietetics in order for growth, uh, we need to outreach more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's more to, to dieting than having grilled chicken with broccoli. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to, to try more Asian Indian foods and stuff like that. I love ramen, uh, mm-hmm. pho, uh, uh, pad thai and all that, but I've got to go buffalo chicken pizza without blue cheese. Yeah. But also, too, I had this island pizza while Katina and I were celebrating Christmas and uh, New Year's. Uh, it had pineapple and ham, plantains, and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And that rocked my world. It was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I've got to go with buffalo chicken pizza. All right. Favorite food place in Los Angeles? I don't know if I've eaten food not not food challenge. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I would not be a good person to ask that. I've never really eaten in Los Angeles. Oh, I'm gonna. I, we can. Is Anaheim considered? Yeah, yes, pretty much. Yes. Like okay. Uh, smoking ribs in uh, in a city near Anaheim. I think it starts with a W. Uh, okay. Is some of the Whitt- better barbecue. Whitt- Whittier. 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 Uh, let me look that up. Smoking ribs. W. Let me think. California. It was in Garden Grove. Garden, Garden Grove. Grove. Yeah. Okay. Garden yeah. Grove. Yeah. Yeah, it's like right there. So, yeah, <laughs> there that go. was. I mean, you really have to pay for it. That is not a cheap place, but yeah, uh, they do have good food. Burgers or hot dogs? Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, hot dogs. Uh, okay. Well. It depends. Burgers, <laughs> if you're just eating normal burgers. Yeah. But if we're talking like specialty loaded hot dogs, 
uh, loaded hot dogs. Do you have like a favorite one, like Chicago or? Um, no, no. I wouldn't say that. Um, trying to think. I've got I've got different burgers that I like, but uh, as far as hot dogs, no. I mean, I would just almost say uh, a chili dog, a chili yeah. cheese dog, chili cheese conies are great. So good. So, yeah. All right. Favorite barbecue side dish. Macaroni salad. Okay. Least. But favorite. if I, but it wouldn't be a side. Uh, my one of my favorite barbecue things. Besides like ribs and all that, I mean that's cheating. Everybody loves ribs, but uh, a good pulled pork with coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Col- coleslaw and pulled pork is always delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Least favorite fast food joint. Oh, least oh, okay. favorite fast food joint. Um, I, I, there's never ever been a time in the last couple of years where I've woken up or or been driving and said I want McDonald's. Really. Damn. I would much rather have uh, actually the, the big runner up to Taco Bell right now is I love the Euros at Arby's. Oh, okay. Arby's has some pretty good Euros. Yeah. Uh, so Arby's is, might be my second uh, behind Taco Bell. Uh, but I mean, I would rather go get Wendy's and I haven't had Wendy's since maybe since filming the $20 value menu challenge Damn, uh, okay. years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I would say McDonald's. There's just no pizzazz to it mm-hmm. i like i like the arby's three for what seven bucks the classics or whatever you can get oh okay those nice, are pretty nice, good nice. yeah all right pineapple on pizza yes or no uh actually not until and i just told the story earlier not until uh basically the start of this year i would have said no but now yes yeah, it's right. not terrible. Uh, I've, I've given it a chance and i actually enjoy it i don't really want a hawaiian pizza but uh, a whole bunch of toppings with pineapple being one of them is good. Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? <laughs> oh. I'm going to go with Taylor Swift. I've been to see Katy Perry in concert, and uh, she's too about the she's too she's too about the entertainment. Too much lights and camera and stuff. Uh, let's see, Kesha, Miley Cyrus. Demi Lovato, all of those girls are more into the crowd interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katy Perry was all about the lights and the performance. Awesome. I would rather the crowd interaction. I haven't been to Taylor Swift. Uh, I do want to go see her. I'm going to go yeah. with Taylor. Sounds good. Chinese food or Thai food? Uh, let's see. Pad Thai is probably one of my favorite Asian dishes. So I would say for the first three times thai food okay but then i uh because also at a thai place thai has really good curry so i would i would go that but then i would probably switch after a couple times to chinese but i would pick thai first all right italian food or greek food greek really okay wow yeah yeah no well let's see similar i think there's a lot more variety with Italian. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons of stuff that can be called Italian. Yeah. Uh, you can go paninis, you can go pizza, you can go pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I'd rather have a Euro first. Okay. All right. Favorite ice cream flavor. Ooh, something with chocolate. Yeah. Let's go with, um, I don't want to say moose tracks. Uh, I mean, like I said earlier, uh, cook, uh, let's just go with cookie dough. Cookie, cookie dough. dough 
or else uh, monster cookie dough that usually has more than just uh, the cookie dough. Yeah. Uh, just a whole lot of stuff in it. Yeah. All right. And if you could have one superpower, what would it be? I always want to say invisible, but there is not one legal thing I would do with invisible. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, every, everything that I've ever thought is either theft or perverted or something. And so I've yeah. got to go. Fine. Uh, Hell yeah. So where can... I don't, I don't trust myself. It's like, I know I would never be I would never be a cop because uh, I would do corrupt things. Yeah, uh, I would never report anybody for any drugs. I would always keep it and just have somebody that it gets sold to or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I have to restrict myself. Uh, like if I could light things on fire, I know I would do illegal things. And so um, I've got to go with just being able to fly because then I would be able to get everywhere faster. Where can your fans find you? And if I if you piss me off, I mean Lulu's would already be burned down. If I could yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Lulu. <laughs> Where can your fans find you on social media? Uh, there's only one, uh, Randy Santel. As far as I know, I've done a couple searches, a couple different years, oh, and wow. thankfully, I think it's just me. So everything is just Randy Santel. Uh, if you find anything else, Randy Santel, that's not me. It's fake. Uh, that does suck about Facebook. We have a lot of fake pages being made and some other pages, some other people do too. But yeah, everything is Randy Santel. My videos post, uh, well, not my videos. There's a lot of people that go into them. Our videos post Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays around 3.30 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then when I'm on tours, I live stream some challenges on Facebook on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And then if anybody has any questions about food challenges in general, they are all answered on foodchallenges.com. I've got Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. Those are all Randy Santel as well. But uh, Facebook and YouTube are my primary pages. I would say Instagram's the, the stepchild. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing this for us. This yeah. Hey, fun. no, thanks for having me on. It's a good time. To everybody listening <laughs> to this podcast. It was fun. Yeah, you guys had fun. good research, good questions. Thank so you. thanks for all your time watching in the past, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, let me and know. You when too, that, Ed. Appreciate you being on. Yeah, of course, man. Tour dates drop. Hey, yeah. yes. Yeah, we'll do. And I'm if anybody's easy. ever wondering the schedule, uh, it's going to be on the upcoming randysantel.com that I'm about to get back to working on revamping. But okay. just randysantelschedule.com. It's a redirecting right. URL, and it'll get you to the most updated schedule. All right. Awesome. Hopefully, we'll, Hopefully, we'll see you in the L.A. area soon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Once it's yeah. Uh, once it's all good to host events and and gather people, uh, we'll be there. Awesome. All right. <laughs> thanks, man. All right. Thanks, guys. You have a good day. Have all a right, good one. Too. Take care. All right. Bye.